joining us now to talk about this case of a repeat offender who was the guy who killed these two police officers is Deputy L.A. District Attorney John Hatami. Um, John, great to have you here on the show. Thank you for holding to. We appreciate it. And, you know, and John, I want to ask you, because you look at this guy's track record. His name's 35-year-old Justin Flores. Thank goodness uh, he is now behind bars for the brutal murder of these two great heroes, these two cops. But this guy had a track record. And tell me how you believe that Gascon's policies led to basically this guy getting a pass prior to this. Um, thank you for having me, Rita. First, uh, I'd really like to express my prayers and condolences to the family of Michael and Joseph. These were two very honorable police officers. They grew up in El Monte. Um, they were married. They had children, young children, and they were brutally murdered um, by somebody who should never have been out of custody. And so um, my prayers to them to to the community of El Monte and to the partners. Um, it's been a difficult, difficult uh, last couple of days. I, I want people to remember that for the families, this is real life. And even though we talk about it in the news, and probably after a couple of weeks, we won't talk about it anymore. I hope. By the families, way, I hope we keep talking this. about it. I agree with you. I we do. should. Yeah, we should not no, forget. I agree, Rita. You're right. I just. I just. You know. I, I know how the news kind of works, and not to, not to put anybody down, but. I just want people to realize these families have to live this forever. This individual, Rita, and I want your listeners to know, was arrested and convicted for felony vehicle theft in 2009, and he was sentenced to prison. He went to prison, got out, and then he was arrested and convicted for felony first-degree residential burglary, which is a strike here in California. He also went to prison again. Uh, He was released. He had between 10 and 20 arrests during a 10-year time period. Uh, he also uh, physically abused his wife. And then in two, 2020, he was arrested again. And this time he had a firearm. And as a felon, that's illegal. He had ammunition and he had methamphetamine. Based upon George Gascon's policies alone, not considering the evidence, the facts, the public safety, his long criminal record, and the fact that this individual is a danger to society, George Gascon allowed the strike, the first-degree residential burglar, to be stricken. And even though he had two prior prison commitments, gave this individual probation. Uh, a year later, he got another gun illegally, and he murdered these two police officers. Now, the murderer is ultimately responsible for what happened, but George Gascon bears some responsibility for this. He is the elected district attorney, and he's enacted blanket policies that have excluded the law, excluded evidence, excluded public safety. And, and excluded just common sense. And, and he's a, he allowed a really dangerous individual to get probation, and this individual killed two police officers. And he bears some responsibility for that. You know, John, this is heartbreaking when you hear the background. And as someone who, here you are, you, you know, you're still there in that office there and seeing it firsthand. We're so grateful that there are people like you who are defending um, and helping victims, most importantly, and making sure that these bad guys get off the streets because it sounds like Gascon is not doing that, um, as are a number of other soft on crime DAs. But it's amazing. What does it take? I mean, you look at this track record of this guy and you look at the history, just as you brought up. Um, you know, there's that burglary in 2011. There's the, you know, felony possession of a firearm and methamphetamines. 
It's like you just kind of keep going through the list. It's like, what what is it going to take for these soft on crime DAs to get a wake up call finally? Because you you know as well as anybody, it's this broken windows theory. These things happen and things get worse. And you can see he's building up, John. No, you're 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 right, Rita. You know, and first I appreciate you and a lot of the media for trying to bring attention to this because it seems like you know a lot of our leaders or so called leaders somehow think a high murder rate is progress or a high murder rate is reform. Those are neither progress nor reform. Living in in, in Los Angeles and raising my kids here, it's become very, very dangerous. That's not a reform. That's not progress. Um, We've we've allowed these soft on crime DAs, like the one in Manhattan, like the one here in Los Angeles, like the one in San Francisco, uh, like the one in Chicago, the one in Baltimore, to not only cause havoc and mayhem in our country, but, but have basically lied to everybody and said that somehow they're going to reform the system and make it better. Well, they've made it worse by releasing violent criminals who have victimized so many innocent individuals uh, and now have killed you know, two police officers. And I hope, I hope people wake up and say that enough is enough. We should not have these type of prosecutors. A prosecutor should be a public prosecutor, not a public defender. A prosecutor is supposed to prosecute crime and protect the public. And that's what we need here in Los Angeles. And real quick, John, I know you're close on this uh, recall effort of John Hatami. I know it's just a few weeks away. How close are you to getting the signatures to actually have a recall vote happen? So we needed 566,000 signatures. We have got 566,000 signatures. So we've made the, the we've, we've reached the amount we needed. However, and, and as you know, Rita, you get a lot of these individuals who are in charge who play games with um, elections. And so to make sure that they don't kick our signatures or say that they're not valid, we're trying to reach over 700,000 signatures to assure that this will get on the ballot. And so we have about 15 more days. And so we are, we are doing everything we can every day to try to reach over 700,000 signatures to assure that they're not going to play some sort of game and kick our um, signatures uh, out. And so I think it's going to happen. We still have to work really, really hard to get these signatures, um, but it's looking positive and it's looking like we can get it on the ballot and, and get George Gascon out of office. Bravo, bravo, bravo. Uh, John and Tommy, thank you for all you do. And always great having you here on the show. And keep us posted on how this recall effort, the whole country has been watching this. And it is so important that criminals who commit crimes early on, they get the message that they can't continue. And, of course, this one right now, as we're looking, has such tragic, horrible circumstances. And just as you said so beautifully, our thoughts and prayers so much are with uh, the families of these two police officers and really all officers because it's a, it's such a close family. They're all family, um, and it's just heartbreaking to see. John and Tommy, thank you very much. Great to have you here. 
No, thank you so much, Rita, for all you do. I really appreciate it. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to prioritygold.com. 